0: Welcome to the Propane Fitness Podcast. If you've missed it, this is the audio version of my training video log, Five Tips to Train Around Injury. You can catch the full version of the video on YouTube, forward slash Propane Fitness, or on our main website, propanefitness.com, along with, as with all of our podcasts, show notes, and also our free ebook, Five Tips to Maximize My Fitness Pal and really accelerate your fat loss and muscle gain progress. So on to the main topic of today you're listening to the propane fitness podcast your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks with your hosts yusuf and johnny simple rules dramatic results question that i've been asking myself recently is why the hell are you trying to set deadlift performance goals when you're struggling to put your socks on in the morning Uh, so i've had recurrent back issues recently that have just I've just about been keeping at bay, but they've been getting progressively worse over the last training cycle, and I've just been trying to push through. And this just comes from the compulsive need with powerlifting to try and do squat bench deadlift all the time. Recently, I've had to take a step back and realize that it can't continue in this kind of direction. So more on that in a minute. The five main updates are, first of all, continuing to make setup and technique as mechanical and replicable as possible. Number two, switching back to conventional deadlift. I feel like I gave sumo deadlift an honest shot. I think two years is enough time to to give something a try before you're like, "Mm, it's not really for me. Number three, struggling with back injury and uh, trying to work around that, which I'll discuss. And number four, working with Bryce Lewis from The Strength Athlete, who has been a fantastic coach so far. Finally, Bench PB of 150 kilos, so that's always uh, one positive among it all. So training, pretty run-of-the-mill. Um, it's not meant to be full of surprises, and if you're constantly looking for surprises with your training and, and novelty, then consider whether you are just looking for entertainment rather than a specific result. Yeah, of course you have to enjoy your training, but it's a fine line, and it's something, it's the reason why personal trainers often give people random kettlebell stuff and reverse bands and things to keep their clients entertained rather than their progress moving as you know progress comes from the accumulation of the work done the consistent application of the basics not random novelty and with powerlifting we have it easy because it's all laid out there's three main lifts that you have to do so your scope is already um your your agenda's already made for you in my case i can't do them and I've made the mistake of just trying to bang my head against the wall, trying to do something that is um, is just off the cards, really. And what I've been doing instead is uh, I'm very very prone to this kind of binary attitude of thinking, oh, well, I'm injured, so I just can't train properly, so I'm just going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And really, this is um, not being able to, to do the main lifts. Even sometimes 60 kilos for a squat and deadlift is like, no, nope, that's not happening. So... That's been a wake-up call, and I'm going through the physio, um, NHS referrals now. In the meantime, switched training focus entirely. So you may have seen my article on uh, off-season for the powerlifter, and uh, this was Mark Keyes saying that muscle just isn't designed to be held in a peak state all of the time, and all sports across the board have periods of defined detraining, except powerlifting. For some reason, powerlifters seem to just hammer it all the time and uh, they're much more prone to overuse injuries so being able to accept that you can just take some time off and that even if you do regress it doesn't matter muscle memory is a very real thing and you can allow your structures to recover psychologically um, switching focus as well and uh, it's been it's been good so it's been focusing on Handstand work, um, other kind of pursuits that may even enhance things when you come back. So even as a competitive powerlifter, Bryce has helped me realise that um, you can widen the scope and make room for things like yoga and stretching without feeling like they're going to be actively taking away from your, your powerlifting progress. So the lessons for you and the advice that I need to take myself. Number one, you always hear me saying, don't ignore the niggles address the underlying issue and focus on health over performance as the primary thing and there was a great article that i found that just uh, encapsulated that nicely so i'll include that in the description below next thing invest in a decent physio or sports therapist not just when you're beaten up but as general maintenance you need to stay on top of that you don't only brush your teeth when you've got toothache so um it's something that whether it's a therapist or just something that you're doing at home with a with a hockey ball, um, just keeping on top of your tight spots and making sure that you're keeping yourself injury free before it actually gets to the threshold point where it's affecting your training and your, your general life. Number three, if you have back pain, which I know a lot of you guys do, um, I am using the Kit Lachlan Overcoming Back Pain book. It's fantastic. There's a really specific set of flow charts and diagnostic tests that he has in the book that um, take you through and give you a, um, a, a personalized set of stretches that you can do for your specific type of back pain. Back pain is pretty nebulous and there's a, there's a huge number of factors involved in different muscle groups. So one person saying, oh yeah, all back pain, it's because of your adductor magnus, might be true for them, but might not be true for you. So that's why I'm not really going into the specifics of... Um, Why? what muscles are involved with my back pain or not because it may not apply to you at all. Um, Number four, stop banging your head against the wall. Make exercise substitutions if you have to. You don't need to squat and deadlift um, all the time. And for example, if you feel like you really have to have some kind of quad dominant leg movement and um, you've got back issue or knee issue, don't think that back squat is the only option. You know, you could do single leg work, leg press, hack squat, or even just avoid training your legs for some time. Yeah, I'm saying skip leg day, but sometimes it's what's needed rather than just thinking no pain, no gain and worsening any kind of injuries. Quite often if we have an ongoing niggle or dysfunction and we're training in in a certain way for a long time, it's very likely that the way that you've been training is precisely the thing that's causing your niggle and just potentially worsening it as well. Number five, when you are going getting back into function again, um, as Dean Somerset says in our interview with him, find success. So if deadlifts off the floor are difficult for you or the first few inches are painful, there's no need to do them. You can train within a range of movement or within a load or type of movement that you can do pain-free. Find success in the movement, train that. Get, get your physical confidence back with a certain movement before you try and um, jump into things that might cause you pain. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, wish me a speedy recovery. Hopefully you'll see some more flibbly bibs in the future. As always, I know you guys um, sometimes struggle with back pain, so I'll try and share some insights as we go along and I'll speak to you soon.